What is it that Christians need to share the gospel with other people? Do we need eloquence? Do we need a, a wonderful education? Well, in this, the 19th edition of Sound Teaching, we're going to answer that question. We as Christians have been given the directive to go into the world and preach the gospel of Christ. That is the Lord's work, and as such, it is our work as well. In order to be able to fulfill the obligation of preaching to the lost world, there are certain valuable things we must have. There are other things, however, which the world considers important that we don't really need in order to be effective in the Lord's work. For example, one does not need to be eloquent in order to be of value in preaching, although the world would have you believe it's necessary. Moses, for example, as Exodus chapter 4 and verse 10 reveals, was slow of speech and of a slow tongue. And yet God chose him as his servant and spokesman to the children of Israel. Paul is another good example of this. He wrote to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians 2, beginning in verse 1, and said, Brethren, when I came to you, I did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. In verse 4 he wrote, My speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. Education is another thing the world would have you believe is necessary in preaching the gospel, but it is not. Peter and John, for example, were unlearned men. We are told in Acts 4 and verse 13 that the listeners perceived that they were uneducated and untrained. And yet they marveled because they realized that these men had been with Jesus. While an education is good and useful... Even those without its benefits can be successful in bringing others to Christ. Riches and fine clothes are also unnecessary in the conversion of others. In fact, riches are often perilous to spirituality. Paul said in 1 Timothy 6 and verse 9 that those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and harmful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. Jesus looks to the heart of man. Those who are beautiful within do not need to worry about outside appearance. What is important to God is the man himself, not his trappings. Some think it's necessary to spend years being instructed and taught before they can talk to anyone about the Christ. This again is not true. Paul began to preach to others about the Christ immediately after he became a Christian. Anyone who knows enough to become a Christian knows enough to tell others how to become a Christian. And then finally, we don't need everything to be convenient and opportune to preach the Lord. I doubt you could say that Paul and Silas had a convenient opportunity to preach while they were in jail, and yet while in prison they managed to convert the jailer himself and his family, as recorded in Acts chapter 16. If we waited only for the opportune times to preach the gospel of Christ, we would convert very few souls. We can't sit back and wait for opportunities. We need to instead go forward and make opportunities for ourselves to preach the glorious gospel of the Christ. So you can see the world has made a mistake in choosing things needful for value in the Lord's work. And with that in mind, we have to ask ourselves, what is it that we really need? to accomplish God's purpose for us on this earth. Well, the first thing that might be mentioned is that we need a faith which produces the fruit of self-denial. 
Again, a wonderful example of this is Moses, as recorded in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 24, where we are told by faith that Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. A faith that is so strong that it makes you willing to give up everything for Christ, that's needed in the preaching of his message. Another thing needed in the preaching of the gospel is a life and demeanor that is righteous. You should live in such a way that others can see you have been with Jesus. Remember Peter and John in Acts 4 and verse 13? The listeners realized that they had been with the Lord. You cannot expect anyone to follow the teachings of the gospel unless you yourself are exhibiting them. A third thing that is needed in the preaching of gospel of Christ is liberality. In order to be of value in the Lord's work, you must be willing to give of yourself and your means liberally. It's a wonderful example in Mark chapter 12 of the poor widow who gave all that she had. Jesus said concerning her, Assuredly, I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all those who have given to the treasury, for they all put in out of their abundance. But she out of her poverty put in all that she had, her whole livelihood. One must also possess an uncompromising spirit, like that possessed by John the Baptist, as revealed in Matthew chapter 14. You'll remember that Herod had laid hold of John, bound him, put him into prison, as verse 3 states, for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because John had said to him, it is not lawful for you to have her. You might also remember that because of his stand for truth and his unwillingness to compromise in preaching the sin of Herod and Herodias, that John was beheaded in prison. But one must never compromise when the truth is at stake. Error is never acceptable in the sight of God. You must also have good health in order to be effective in preaching the gospel of Christ. We're not talking here about physical health, rather spiritual health. The Apostle John in 3 John verses 1 and 2 addressed Gaius, whom he said, I love in truth. And he said to Gaius, Beloved, I pray that you may be prospering in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Just as the body must be healthy in order to be able to function, good health is necessary to the spiritual man. The disease of sin must not be present. An important consideration in preaching the truth is that you must have a consciousness of being in debt to all men. Like that that Paul had in Romans chapter 1 and verse 14, when he addressed the Romans and said, I am a debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise. So, as much as is in me, I am ready to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome also. And then finally, you must, in order to be effective in preaching the truth of the gospel, you must have a love for souls. The Apostle Paul had an interesting thing to say in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 22 about his willingness to do anything to be effective in preaching truth. He said, To the weak I became as weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. 
Preaching will not be effective unless it is brought to the sinner out of a genuine concern for his spiritual well-being. One only has to think about how he was once lost in sin to appreciate the very real plight of the alien sinner. And brethren, we need to think about these things that are needful and apply them in our daily walk that when we go and share the gospel with others, we will truly be effective in the Lord's work. Thanks for listening to this edition of Sound Teaching. The Sound Teaching broadcast is brought to you by the West Side Church of Christ in Fort Worth, Texas. My name is Stan Cox, and I am the evangelist for this family of Christians. For more information about our congregation or to find much more material for your private study, please visit our website at soundteaching.org. That's soundteaching.org. Until next time, we pray God's blessings upon you.